We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Hollows at Noon. I'm your host, Liam Noonan. I'm your co-host, Rocky Hollows, and with special guest, Roby. Hey, everyone. <laughs> um, and today, I know everybody's kind of tired of hearing about this, but let's talk about what happened at the Oscars. Uh, mother... <laughs> <laughs> uh, mother... All this still. Keep my wife's name out your f- mouth. <laughs> I swear. Okay, one thing I want to start with is is Jada even worth fighting for? I mean, hasn't she? I don't, I'm probably wrong about this, but hasn't she like cheated on Will as well and called him an egotistical bat third? Yeah. And stuff just for a nice thoughtful party for to prevent her midlife crisis or something. He only wanted to cheer her up out of the mm-hmm. kindness of his heart. And she was just like, you're so egotistical. I'm just like, you bit. <laughs> you you know? admitted to like cheating on him. She's such a terrible person. If you ask me, Jada Pickett Smith is such a terrible person and despicable human being. And... I honestly feel like she's not worth fighting for, to be honest. Like, I get it. The G.I. Jane joke may have been a tiny bit far. Yeah. But at the same time, like, obviously no harm was meant. And then Will Smith step in and just, like, like, for real. Like, it was just ridiculous. Like, and didn't need to happen. Like, Will yeah. could have just gone to Chris, like, after he presented the award. And said, hey, man, I didn't like that joke about the G.A. Jane joke about my Actually, wife. Actually, wait, hold up. Hold up a second. I'm going to just quote you on that one. Yeah. Because, like, he was laughing at first until he looked at his wife, who was, like, stern impression. And it's just like, oh, that's not funny. I got to fight this guy. Yeah. And she, and then you say, like, and then she turns around and said, oh, I didn't want him to do that. I'm like, you gave him the look, like, fight this jerk for me. Like. She probably see. didn't mean, like physically you know i'm just mm. here thinking to myself why the f- you lying <laughs> oh <my God>. stop <laughs> effing lying <laughs> yeah like, um honestly i'm honestly just like i'm just i just have to stop being saying what honestly this is ridiculous <laughs> but like she has to stop lying we know she's full of sh- like, she's totally full of Yeah. I have to use this bleep button so much because I hate her. I hate this bit with a burning passion. Like, 
Jada Pinkett Smith is a terrible human being in a way because, yes, we get it. The entanglements, that whole thing that she has, whatever it is. Yeah. Obviously, that's not a laughing matter. But at the same time, take a f***ing joke. Mm. Like, what is your deal that you can't take a damn joke? Like, do you have no, were you born without a sense of humor? Like, he didn't mean any harm, man. He's Chris Rock. He's full of terrible quips and puns, just like (laughs) Spider-Man. Come on. (laughs) But other than that, the rest of the show was boring. I never watch award shows. It was. So as far as I'm concerned or what I've heard about, that's the highlight reel. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, I I hate award shows. The only one I watched as a kid was the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, which just ha- which actually just happened this year. Yeah, from what I heard, that it was hosted by both Rob Gronkowski from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I believe, and yeah. iCarly's Miranda Cosgrove, who won Best Actress. That's all. The only award that I heard was the only awards I heard were Dixie D'Amelio Dixie winning Best Social Media Star, which who I hate with a burning passion for some reason. I don't know why. I just don't like her. And iCarly winning Favorite Family TV Show, as well as Miranda Cosgrove winning Favorite uh, Actress from a Family mm-hmm. Show. I also heard that the new Kirby game sponsored the award show as well of all, as well as of all places Olive Garden. Why okay. is Olive Garden sponsoring the f- Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards? Why was Olive Garden sponsoring the first Sonic movie? Wait, what? (laughs) They had um, product placement in the first Sonic movie where, like, the U.S. government um, gave the main character, I forget his name, um, Olive Garden gift card. It's like, shut up and eat a f***ing Snickers. (laughs) Yeah, to, to apologize for branding him like a domestic terrorist this was at the end of the movie yeah and like i don't get it is olive garden trying to be like more of a like kid slash family friendly establishment because then food isn't from what i heard their food is nasty but i have absolutely nothing no evidence or knowledge to back it up because i haven't tried it for myself it's okay maybe i should go yeah, there it's one okay day. maybe we should go there one day just to try it yeah it's um, not like the greatest yeah the wonder us is getting a rebrand from what I heard, like I was look driving past it last night to go and find Roby and you know to go get food after my shift at Panera. Yeah. And the one near us is like being rebuilt a little bit, like a touch up, and I think they're putting a new logo on there. Yeah. Um, and also PDQ looks like it's almost ready to open in Westbury, which is exciting. Oh yeah, there's like the new uh, Carvana thing going there. The yes. car vending machine. Yeah, I I was like the first one. I looked at the structure. I'm like babe, that's going to be a Carvana. And then I read online, it's Carvana. I'm just like, I told you so. <laughs> yeah, I drive by it all the time on my way to school. Yeah, and now Planet Fitness is moving. This is like way, getting way too close to home. Lol. <laughs> um, but anyways, back. Yeah, this is getting off topic. Back to the Oscars. Um, yes. Slash Kids Choice Awards. Yeah. Actually, no, there's nothing really to talk about. I haven't seen it. But yeah, the Oscars, they decided to cut like eight categories, eight of the most important categories mm-hmm. from the live show. Um, and it still ended up being three hours and 45 minutes long. Weird. Mm. They cut like best editing and uh, best 
cinematography, I think. Which Michael two... Shannon of Nocturnal Animals. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Shannon. Like, literally, I saw, like, one of those YouTube poop videos of, like, the Oscars. Mm. I think it was taken down, but it was, which is sad because it was really funny. And, like, they were making fun of the Oscar nominations special in a way. And they yeah. kept bringing up Michael Shannon of Nocturnal Animals. It was really funny. Yeah, like the only reason why it was over three hours and 45 minutes long was because of the hosts. Mm. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. So <laughs> that moment between Will Smith and Chris Rock is like really the most. That was the highlight. Yeah, the highlight. Literally, that was the. Night. It became such an inside joke that on my Twitch channel, you start using it as a sound alert. Yeah. Everybody knows if you were watching the uh, Saturday morning super stream last week <laughs> when I played the game of life with Bros and Dragon Shout to you one time. Um, but yeah, it was. Mm. They had um, Regina King, Wanda Sykes, and. I love Wanda Sykes. She's funny. Yeah, she, she was great like that night. Yeah. And they had Amy Schumer. Ew. That elephant is still alive. I'm sorry, she's, I don't like her. She's barely in the show, too. Why didn't... Why did she get the invite to host? She's a horror... I heard she's a terrible person who steals other people's jokes. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I liked from her was that I Feel Pretty movie back in 2018. That was funny. Yeah, that she... Funny. Apparently, she stole a joke from Twitter during the Oscars. Oh, my God. Why am I not surprised? She's Amy freaking Schumer. That's a freaking that's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> um Regina King was okay. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry, but I don't know her. But she's dual peak. Yeah, <laughs> the most memorable moment that she had that night was she pretended that they lost a whole bunch of COVID results for really straight hot guys there they can't the audience can't see this because this is an audio but i'm giving liam the look this just be like really yeah really <laughs> so she kind of used that wow. as like a way to feel them interesting straight guys yeah that's weird that's kind of a weird one right there it's kind of strange admittedly I mean, didn't the Academy Awards happen, like, a few weeks later or something? Or was I wrong? Was, um, or the Grammys? or Yeah, the Grammys where it's, like, a week later. Man, it's like they're trying to jam-pack all these award shows until, like, this short amount of time. Meanwhile, they're all so boring to watch. It's just like, oh, thank you for this award. Up next, thank you for this award. I'm just like, okay, we get it. People are winning things that you'll never see because we're all ordinary. Are we supposed and... to care? <laughs> and it gets even like worse. Um, just before the best animated feature uh, Oscar, they had like a live the first the first live performance of um, we don't talk about Bruno from oh Encanto. My God, I mm. love that movie because it was kind of interesting to watch, but. Oh my god, there are so many better songs from that movie. Why is that a live adaptation? Yeah, and 
they kept on pushing it as like the first live performance of the song. But then they cut it off like halfway through and jam Megan the Stallion in it. That's really stupid. And she raps about the Oscars. That that is absolutely cringe. Like, girl, uh-uh. Plus, I couldn't tell that other people could. Like, the performers were slightly offbeat. Yeah, I mean, if you were really into that stuff, like, if you were, like, a producer or something, you'd probably notice. Yeah. But, like, were they lip-syncing, though? I couldn't tell. Mm. I mean, I don't hate that song, but I don't like it either. I'm kind of indifferent. Um, All I know is that I was too busy watching Coachella instead on YouTube. Megan Thee Stallion's performance was cool. Carolyn Polachek's, too. Um, actually Flumes was my favorite performance because he had mm-hmm. brought all these new artists, all these artists out to, uh, help do it with like, the, to perform the songs live, including bringing Caroline Polachek out as well, as well as Laurel for a brand new song that isn't even released yet. And it's upcoming. I love Laurel. Um, and then the last set, then they, they also had a stellar performance with Tovlo mm-hmm. to perform, uh, Say It. And the last song featured Beck, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I prefer um, Coachella over any of these awards, lousy yeah. award shows, because all the acts I heard like were really good, including Billy, including Doja Cat, Megan Thee Stallion, like all of these, you know, even Disclosure <laughs> is pretty good. And actually, Brock, Brock Hampton's final performance ever, mm. considering they're breaking up. They're just like, we're canceling a lot of shows. Thank you for rocking with us at the end. But yeah, that that moment gets even worse. They brought to present the award. They brought out um, Megan Stallion. No, not Megan ah. Stallion. Um, <laughs> they brought out like the three live action Disney princesses that are coming. You've got to be yeah. Kidding. So they had like Lily James. Um, Wasn't she from that movie Hustlers? I think no. Oh, that was Lily Ridehart or something. No, uh, Lily James was in Baby Driver. Yeah! Oh, I love that movie. She she played Cinderella in the live-action They're making film. another live-action Cinderella? No, in the past. Oh, okay. Um, then they, they brought out like, the actress who played Princess Jasmine in the live-action Aladdin. Who was that? Because I haven't seen her. Uh, Naomi Scott. Mm. If you've seen Lemonade Mouth... On Disney Channel. Oh well, I haven't seen it, but I'm, it's on my bucket list to watch my like watch on my bucket list, my watch list. But um, yeah, she pretty good. She plays like the bassist in that movie. Interesting. Um, and the third one was the third one was a newcomer. Oh. She's she was she's playing Ariel in the live action Beyonce. No, not Beyonce. Oh. Um, Damn it! Someone. <laughs> Someone not as famous. I I don't know her name. Probably a new actor. Yeah. I know in the new West Side Story, they had this unknown new actress that they're introducing. Who, by the way, they didn't give her an invitation to the Oscars until like six days before the event. Oh, yeah. I read that. And wasn't her the new West Side Story nominated too? Yeah. Like, how are you going to like nominate this, this uh, new, brand new adaptation to a movie that is so popular? And not invite the lead actress. Like, are you retar? Retar? I sorry, I had to like. Retar. 
Ritzar. <laughs> but yeah, she um the only reason why she got the invitation was because she brought it up on her social media. Yeah, like literally, I would have done the same thing. Like if my movie, if I was in a live action movie, it was nominated for one of like the best whatever best movie i don't really care which one it was and then you don't invite me even though i'm the lead act i'm a lead actor i'd get really pissed too honestly but yeah so the three princesses they called the animation genre like a kid's genre even though one of the animated films was about a gay sri lankan immigrant who's, who's an adult Wait, what movie is this? Uh, I don't remember the name, but it Pinocchio. deals. No, it deals with like <laughs> a whole ton of adult things. Yet they had the balls, the audacity, the audacity to call it a kids, movie. a kids movie. That's such a, like a one-sided opinion that they had. Like, have you seen the categories, princesses? Who the f- told you what to say? Did you plan this just because kids are cartoons are mostly for kids? I am 23 f-ing years old and I still watch SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Come on. And the award went to Encanto. Bruh. So Bruh. it was like, why not announce the award presented by Disney? Ugh, so rigged. Is it? Wait, did the, does, is like it on a Disney network? Yeah, it's on ABC. Mother, of course that the ones that don't support that have act- purposefully funded the "Don't Say Gay" bill are gonna rig the awards. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Why am I not f-ing surprised anymore with Disney? They can suck my Disney. Um, the memorable moment from Amy Schumer. Her hosting gig well she has like two of them one is the joke that she stole and two was she called like kristen dunst academy award nominated kristen dunst as a seat filler all because amy wanted to sit next to kristen's husband wow Jesse what Prince. a bit she's such a bit yeah i'm in love with the speak button i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Mm. And then, after the Will Smith incident, mm. he went on to win Best Actor. Did he apologize? Didn't he apologize or something? He apologized to the Academy first. Bruh. During his acceptance speech. Apologized to Chris f***ing Rock first. And then, like, a couple days later, he did apologize to Chris... Um, but apologize when you're there, when you're all there, because the second that happens, Chris literally wants to go backstage and fight you, Will. Like, what are you doing, Master Williams? Um, so yeah, it was <laughs> the entire night was just a mess, a boring, a boring sh- show, long mess. Well, that's what uh, most that's what most award shows are. They're just a mess. They're a cluster. F- you know? I'm still surprised that they also added kind of a new award 
Um, this year. Why well, wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if it was best dick sucker. No, it's not that. <laughs> that would have been funny. Um, no, <laughs> Those this stuff to the top. <laughs> this was like the best fan moment in a movie. The best fan moment. Yeah, really? that's so, the thing now. So, um, they had the fans vote on Twitter. And then Disney probably rigged it anyway. No, Disney did not ring it. Rig it. Mm. Um, surprised me, though. It went to, like, this moment in the Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League movie that was on HBO Max, which... Mm. I mean, come on. If you know movie side of Twitter, a whole lot of it is just like Zack Snyder, Justice League fans. Mm. Zack Snyder is the director of the movie. Um, he had a long, long story to making that version of the movie on HBO Max. Mm. Um back in 2017 the short the short version of it um back in 2017 his daughter committed suicide oh shoot um and he went on to leave the project leaving warner brothers the studio behind the film to cover it like he they said that he didn't quit but he's leaving because his daughter yeah and that the original director from the first two avengers movies which were very popular at the time uh went on and finished the film without him yeah and it turned out to be a mess, a mess. what it turned out to be a mess. Um, That's what I was guessing. Warner Brothers limited him to the November release date of 2017 and limited the runtime to just under two hours. Um, and so he had to go through a whole ton of reshoots. I was going to say, wouldn't, if they left the project, wouldn't they have to recast his role? No, this is the director, so... Oh, the director. They just replaced directors. Oh, okay. So it was the director who had to leave. But I think it was a lead actor. No. Um, like, that wouldn't surprise me. So the original version of the Justice League failed. And since Zack Snyder, the director, um, has a whole bunch of fans on Twitter, they basically pressured Warner Brothers into making... Zack Snyder's version of the film. Mm. So in 2021, they got their wish. And it's a four-hour-long movie. Oh, my God. Not four hours. What is this, Harry Potter? <laughs> I mean... Or nature documentary. <laughs> it kind of needed to be four hours because there's a whole lot of backstory for some of the characters that were missing mm. from the first original film. I don't think I've ever seen a four-hour film beside that's besides the Harry Potter movies because aren't those like four hours or something? Or they're not four hours. Yeah, they're like 
two and a half. Oh my god, they're just like, I don't think I could sit there and watch a movie for over two and a half hours. Like, well, like, it, or like an hour and 45 minutes or two. This version of the film is on HBO Max, so you could just watch like four hour long parts. So, yeah. Oh, is it like a four part series thing? I guess. Um, it would have been better if it was four part series. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um. Mm. But yeah, it was a mess. The Oscars were just a mess. They oh. should have. They should have stuck with the no hosts version of the show, like they've been doing the past couple of years. Yeah, hosts sometimes just like I get it. They're trying to like outdo other hosts, do the best show that they can. But like sometimes it's just a mess. Like you should just have presenters and stuff like that. That's what like back on Disney Channel for a few years they had like the renewed Disney Music Awards. Or, yeah later renamed the Arties. Yeah. And originally they had a, f- a host for a few years. Like one of the hosts, I forgot was uh, Zendaya. Another host was a different. Oh, Zendaya person. was at the, uh, the Academy Awards. Did this she year. win? Did she win? Uh, no, but she was part of the Dune cast. Mm, I feel like she should be re- definitely be like nominated for best lead actress as part of Euphoria because I- she, she won best lead actress in Euphoria. Yeah. As she should, Rue is a total vibe, man. Like I, from what I've heard, I haven't seen Euphoria at all, and I'm a few seasons behind. But then again, I also don't have it. I miss my HBO Max. I couldn't. I don't know. Like, it, yeah. it's Euphoria is pretty good. I've heard so. The second season is okay. Mm. How many seasons are there so far? Uh, there's two. They're working on the third one. I should probably get an HBO Max subscription again and actually try and watch it. Yeah. I've heard it's pretty good. Like, I've seen one scene because there was a, a YouTube video titled If Euphoria was produced by Disney Channel, and they had yeah. laugh tracks and, like, <gasps> and, like, <sighs> like, applauses and Yeah, they had stuff. to, they have to work around Zendaya's schedule. I mean, she is a queen. Yeah, and she's in... I mean that as a compliment. I love Zendaya. She's in Dune two and Dune three. I mean, Rocky. Let the record show Rocky Hollows is an app, an Advent Zendaya fan. Yeah, she's awesome. Absolutely incredible. Loves her fans. So season three is not going to come out until like twenty twenty four. I'm okay with that. It gives me plenty of time to catch up. But at the same time, like, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But after, as for the award show stuff, you know. They're all mess, a whole mess, like, like a dumpster fire. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, every single time I either watch an award show or something, like, it's just, there's a lot of unnecessary stuff. Like, yeah. Like a host just gets in the way, in a way. And three hosts pushing it. Well, in the last one of the last versions of the Radio Music Awards that I actually had cable TV to watch. They had five hosts, like Jordan Fisher, Sophia Carson, I think Sabrina Carpenter, Doug Cameron, and Jordan Fisher. Or did I say Jordan Fisher already? Yeah. Oh, and Kelsey Ballerini, the country artist. There are like five, I think. Maybe I got one of them wrong. I'm not entirely sure. I could be wrong. Or maybe it was Alex Iono. I don't know. But like, it just felt like, I don't know, like unnecessary. 
because then you have all these presenters like i don't know it just feels unnecessary like you have people from all over different backgrounds you could have like a youtube creator like lauren weber aka lauren's side coming up with melissa mccarthy mm -hmm. or you could have sabrina carpenter coming up with like i don't know like let's say asher angel from that movie uh what was it that what was that movie with that superhero that goes from kid to adult? Uh, Shazam. Shazam. That movie, Shazam. Like, it could be anybody. Yeah. Literally. And that's per that just all you really need. Like, you just need presenters, winners, and, like, musical acts or something, you know? Maybe sometimes, and in the case of Nick, the Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards, extra, tra like, trailer park sneak peeks for, like, upcoming movies. Yeah. With, like, let's say Wonder Woman 1984 has Gal Gadot and whoever it is with this special, like, weird thing to introduce the next adaptation of Wonder Woman, like they did. Or the Power Rangers movie they had with the cast. Like, they did that, too. Naomi Scott's in the, pair, the Power Rangers movie. So is Becky G. Yeah. I love Becky G. Um... Yeah. But, like, yeah... And like the only award show I ever watched, besides the Radio Disney one, because I was a kid, was um, Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, the Halo Awards, and uh, actually, yeah, that's about it. I mostly watched because I have really good music selections for between each segment. Like you could have iCarly win, and they'd play like Logic's like I go hard every 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 day, yay yay, like every day by Logic, and I'm just like heck yeah. Or like another award show, like show like Henry Danger wins and they mm. play My House by Florida, like good stuff, you know. That's what I mostly watched for was the music, in between. Uh, yeah. Stuff doing my playlist. But I yeah, I kind of stopped watching the Kids Choice Awards and. I watched. I stopped like two years ago yeah. or so. We got less than a minute left. Oh yeah. So in conclusion, final thoughts is that award shows are stupid, meaningless, and bullshit. Yeah. Also, Will Smith, f you. <laughs> but I'd have an even bigger f you to uh, Jada Pickett Smith. No one likes you. Okay, that's just my closing thoughts. Um, Chris, Chris Rock. This is gonna be a goof on me. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else was I gonna say? Um, thirty seconds. We'll be right back. You know, we got more talk about mostly just the next bat the uh, a review of the batman movie but i didn't see it <laughs> so that, i'll let liam movie, handle this one that movie is really good mm -hmm. um and later check out a wrestlemania review it's not gonna be very long i promise plus i tried my first hard apple cider so So let's try this again. Um, my co-host Rocky had to go drop off his boyfriend, so I'm going to continue the rest of this episode by myself. The Batman. Um, the most recent Batman film is a really good film. It's a 10 out of 10. 
Um, the directing in the film is great. The action in the film is really good. It's really well choreographed. The acting is pretty good. Um, and the visual effects, the visual effects were really good. Um, so brief plot synopsis. Batman has been at this crime fighting thing for two years now. We don't get Batman's usual uh, origin story. He's Batman. Um, because of this, we get to see him like become the shadow. Well, he he is the shadows. Um, if I come off as like I'm struggling to talk or think of anything, it's because. This, the microphone that I was using messed up and only recorded about eight minutes of nothing. So, first, let's start off with the non-spoiler section. Um... Batman and the Riddler are off to fight for Gotham's soul. And Batman and the Riddler, they have a personal connection. They were intertwined at some point in the past by Bruce Wayne's father. That's it. No, that's the entire non-spoiler review. So you can cut the episode off now, go listen to another episode. That's fine. You know, we've already got the ad revenue from you. So you can leave. Um, Batman and the Riddler are connected because Thomas Wayne ran for mayor of Gotham City 20 years ago, and he promised to rebuild Gotham City's foster care system. He promised that he was going to try to um, build it using Wayne Manor. But Thomas and Martha Wayne get slain. So the Riddler has to watch as 
Bruce Wayne lives, grows up in a life of luxury. Meanwhile, nobody really cares for him or the other orphans in the foster care system. And they, the other people who are responsible for this leave it wide open so that the criminals of Gotham can basically take control of the city. Um... Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman, did not know about this until around the year 2021, where Gotham City's up for a mayor re-election, and the incumbent mayor gets murdered by the Riddler. Um, the Riddler murders the incumbent mayor because he had, the mayor had his hands in the mob's uh, pockets. He was on their payroll. Um, they faked the drug um, they faked a drug bust, which was supposedly the biggest drug bust in all of Gotham history. And nobody said anything about it because they didn't want to get murdered by Salvatore uh, Marone, which is the lead mob boss in Gotham City. Um, so the Riddler murders the incumbent mayor. He wants the people of Gotham to see the real change that mayoral candidate uh, Bella Real is promising and the real change to Riddler is to show Gotham its true face. It's kind of like the Dark Knight in that way. So the Riddler goes and he plants all these bombs in vans alongside the Gotham City seawall. And on election night, they're all set to blow. Which they do. Um, also, the Riddler wants Batman to reveal the police informant in the Marone crime family, which happens to be Salvatore Marone's right-hand man, Carmine Falcone, uh, so that the Riddler can go and murder him himself. Um, 
The Riddler gets caught in a diner. He gets arrested, sent to Arkham because he's a psycho. The Riddler's a psychopath. And once he gets to Arkham, he wants to meet Batman face to face. That's where he explains everything to Batman, you know, his entire plan. Um, because he thinks that Batman will join him in Arkham Asylum so that they both could watch together as the walls come crumbling down. Um... So, Bella Real wins. And in Gotham Square Garden, there's about maybe a hundred of the Riddler's supporters up in the rafters with snipers. They're ready to take out the mayor-elect um, and watch as Gotham drowns itself. Um, but the Batman is there to stop it, and ruin the Riddler's plans, and when the Riddler gets all upset about it, the Joker, which is his cell neighbor, forms a bond bond with him which you don't want to do they're both really crazy and so that's the story because of the riddler batman sees the effect that he has on gotham he doesn't like it he wants to become the symbol of hope that uh, gotham needs That's the entire story. Robert Pattinson as the Batman, he's pretty good. To me, he's completely shed his Twilight image. Um, Paul Dano as the Riddler, he's, he's scary. Um, What's, what's her name? Um, Zoe Kravitz. That's who I'm thinking about. She, she's pretty good. You know, she has her own plot line where she wants to go and kill Carmine Falcon because Carmine is her father. Uh, Batman has to tell her, hey, you know, if you do that, you're no better than he is. So she's really good. Um, Jeffrey Wright as Lieutenant Jim Gordon is also pretty good. You know, he's he's the lead lieutenant on the Riddler case.
and he helps Batman get to the Riddler and helps put an end to all his madness. Um, John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. He's pretty good. And like the real standout of all the side villains in the film is Colin Farrell as the Penguin. He is unrecognizable as the Penguin. There's a reason why he's getting his own HBO Max show. Because he's just so good in this. Uh, the lighting is pretty good. The effects is really good. Uh, there's times where you can't really see if it's real or fake. Um, they use the same visual effects that Mandalorian uses, which is incredible technology. Um, the film looks beautiful. You know, it uses colors in such a way that really pop. Uh, sometimes the scene is completely dark and it's lit by uh, muzzle flashes of gunfire. Um, sometimes they flash like a red light and it takes over almost the entirety of the screen for a couple seconds. Um, the costume design is really good. I really like uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman suit design. It feels like something that he personally created. You know, instead of having the cape and the cowl connected by one piece, it's in two pieces so that Batman can turn his neck, which is, which I like. Uh, it's in all my favorite Batman designs, that separation. Um, and what else? I'm, I'm really strong because I said everything I already needed to say in the recording that I had to delete. Um, Um, I really like Matt Reeves as a director. He creates these complicated shots that are visually pleasing. You know, he comes into his own as a visual storyteller in this film. Um, he directed the most recent Planet of the Apes sequels. So he's really good in those two. Um, what else? What else? 
And I like the direction that DC is going in their film department. Um, they have the main universe, the DCEU films, which includes Justice League. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, Man of Steel, which is a Superman film. Uh, Batman versus Superman. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and the Suicide Squad films. They're all in that universe. This Batman movie is in its own separate universe. Um, and they're doing this because the because of the Joker film that just came out recently. Um The recent Joker film was a huge hit for Warner Brothers. It crossed a billion dollars worldwide, making it the most successful R-rated film at, at this time. Um, Hi, Max. Sorry, I had to drive Roby home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my apologies, viewer, dear viewers. I'm almost done with the Batman Okay. Um, I like it when DC and their films, they don't try to build like a huge universe like Marvel has. Mm. Same thing goes with the YouTube's Daycorn, which is like Yandere Simulator universe of characters and stuff. Actually, multiple universes and dimensions. Yeah, they're pretty cool. You should check them out. If you like Yandere Simulator, you might love this. Yeah, so... It's, it is a really good, Batman's really good. You know, I don't know why AMC decided to uh, charge extra. Oh, yeah, didn't they have that whole popcorn bucket thing? Like, yeah. Design? It looks so ugly, too, you know? I don't know. I liked it, but. I mean, that was just my opinion. It kind of looked ugly a little bit. Like, if it was a Captain America thing instead, that would have been even better, though. It's my opinion. Um, but yeah, they raised it to like $18 an adult. Ew, it's nasty. Why do that? I don't know. You mm. could watch it for much cheaper, for like $4 cheaper on HBO Max. <laughs> you and... can watch it for free on Put Locker. <laughs> <laughs> and you could watch it like multiple times just by paying that one price. Mm. Um... Have we really only gone for 19 minutes? No. Um, I'll talk to you later when I'm done recording this. <laughs> there's a little bit of story. Oh, no. Did we have an outtake? No. Did you forget to use the bleep button like I did that last time recording? No. <laughs> this microphone only recorded eight minutes of a 30-minute session. Ah, uh, Take it back to Micro Center. <laughs> So, I don't know what else to say about the film. Go watch it. My brother watched it. Um, I didn't see it either, but I'll say one thing. This is my only statement. I'm Batman. <laughs> my brother saw it when it hit HBO Max. Um, he came to me like after we discussed what we liked about it. Um, 
that's also what we do on our own bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. We talk about movies that we just saw. They're not as long as these regular episodes. They're about mm-hmm. half the length. I saw a movie. It's called Dog with uh, Channing Tatum, and it was funny. That's pretty good. It was a funny movie, actually. It was actually kind of funny. I liked it. Yeah. Dog was a badass. I saw Dog with my dad in theaters. Yeah. Comedic genius, that movie. Uh, I saw that, and I saw like Spider-Man No Way Home in the same week. Don't spoil it. I still haven't seen it. All the other films. Um, what else? What else? Um, yeah, just go watch it. It's 10 out of 10. It's available on HBO Max for the monthly subscription price. It's on YouTube, on Amazon. Locker for free, (laughs) most likely. Um, That's can, what I would probably do. <laughs> you could buy it off of YouTube and Amazon for like 15 bucks, which is not bad. Um, or if you're bougie, if you're bougie AF, go see it for $25 or so at AMC Theaters. Yeah. <laughs> also, it doesn't, the film didn't feel like it was three hours long. The official runtime is two hours, 56 minutes. Um, it's really quick. Mm. So you could probably bang it out in a night. Mm-hmm. So, though most films do, they just fly by because you get so immersed in the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I sound like I'm eating something. I I am because <laughs> I kind of had low blood sugar for a sec, so I heat reheated some chili sliders because mm. I went there last night. <laughs> Love chilies. I haven't had chilies in a long time. I only had chilies once. Welcome to chilies. <laughs> Love chilies. I think I had chilies for like my sister's high school graduation mm. one time. I oh, know I have the hiccups now. <laughs> Every time I eat food, I'm just like star- starving. I just try wolfaging it down. I always get the hiccups like I do have right now. Um. <laughs> It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, you're laughing at me now. <laughs> Lol. Can't say I blame you. Um, yeah, go watch the Batman. Go watch the dog. Justice League film that we were talking about earlier. Go watch Dog and go, go eat chili. And go eat chilies. Go eat chilies. Go watch Spider-Man Nelly Home, which is also out on Amazon. And go kiss your boyfriend slash girlfriend slash non-binary partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's a side note for me. <laughs> mm. uh, and, and, don't think... be me- and don't be meaner than Regina George, period. <laughs> Wear pink on Wednesdays. Fetch is in. That is so fetch. <laughs> I was going to tell you, but like the other day, autocorrect corrected something I was saying to fetch. When I was saying that's so... And I was going to say, so fun. And it said, that's so fetch. And I'm just like, oh, no, Kirk, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I should just send this anyway. And my friends responded with LMAO. <laughs> um, hmm. You can find us on our own website at thehowsatnoon.com or on Twitter 
at Hollows at Noon. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to us on YouTube, why are you waiting like the extra two days just so that you can listen to this episode? Yeah. Follow us on Spotify and Anchor. Heck yeah. And Apple and Google. And Slammers. I mean, Amazon. And Amazon. <laughs> and um, Odyssey. Odyssey. Are we on there? Yeah, we're yeah, on there. Yeah, we're on iHeart. Yeah, we're on iHeart. And I'm also on iHeart on 90.3 WHBC. You can catch my radio shows if you're up at this ungodly hour at 6 a.m. Eastern time on Mondays. The Wake Up Call NASA Mix Hour with Rocky Hollows. In addition, I have a Discord server for my Twitch for my Twitch channel now, but you can follow follow me on Twitch or subscribe to me for mm-hmm. because we actually have you can actually if you have an Amazon Prime gaming account you can for Twitch you can subscribe to me for free for a month with the Prime Prime account Prime membership. Um, I you can go to twitch.tv slash Rocky Hollows and follow me there, or subscribe to me there. Either way, I'm it's good. You I, can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which this is probably going up on. Um, you could follow me on Twitter, Liam High School One. It's Liam High School spelled out. No, um, no spaces. No dashes. Just all one word. Um, and I think that's it for today. Hmm. I'm going to enjoy these slatters now. <laughs> yeah, they smell good. Mm. They're pretty good. And, some, and I'm going to give you some Pandero chips because mm. I work there now. All right, bye, peoples. Bye. Hopefully our next episode doesn't take us like two months to record. Thanks for tuning in, but now we got to tune out. Bye. Bye.